0: Thank you for listening to Carter the Accountant, an economic development podcast sharing authentic success stories and personal journeys that celebrate all that it means to live a life. The big dreams, love, loss, success, financial planning, lost potential, and beyond. And now, Carter the Accountant. So good
1: morning, man. How are you today? Good. How you feeling? Good. Let's just kind of get... Uh get started, you know, uh, first just wanted to check in to see how, uh, you know, we've been obviously, you know, on somewhat of a hiatus, which has been, you know, pretty intentional and, and really waiting for, waiting for that right, uh, moment to hop back into it. And obviously you're an accountant and, you know, uh, you know, you have a, a busy, busy, busy season. So just want to check in. How, what's happening? What's going on? You're all
0: right. Good man. Um, this season was actually really good. I think everything's just expanding, uh, economy-wise. Um, my team is back in the office. I just hired a couple more people. Um, you know, we're just in a great space of expansion. So I'm still at even though after busy season, you know, we're still kind of. Quarterfinal walls. Good. So, what are we?
1: Uh, what are we doing here? You know, in, in this space again. When we started this in October, we launched with Master P, uh, and the, the purpose is the same. It, it never changed. But the purpose is really to share stories, to share real stories of uh, of people, people that have lived lives that have had, you know. Uh, you know, experiences that have had good things that have had bad things. And, uh, you know, one, I just want to check in to make sure that that's what we were still doing in in the future. And, uh, you know, and also I know that you, you know, wanted to take
0: some other approaches with this as well. So if you could tell us more about that. So I think you're right. I mean, it's still, you know, the guided economic improvement talk. It's kind of our thesis centered around authentic uh, success stories. Um, really pulling out what makes you successful with the various folks that we talk about, uh, talk to in, in various industries, uh, various backgrounds and skill sets. And I think that's what makes it fun is that, you know, we're, we're not just talking business. We're actually getting down to, you know, how did you actually become successful? You know, we're, we're pulling that information out of folks. But also having a vision of uh, targeting, you know, uh, certain nonprofits uh, that we want to target to kind of promote their, their mission and vision through the podcast. Uh, And I think the goal right now is to start sort of centralize it uh, to New Orleans. But I mean, we're open to other places, I'm sure. But I mean, there's actually a few nonprofits that's already reached out at different uh, ones in uh, Florida. But I think if we focus on really pushing the agendas for Certain organizations uh, that'll just kind of target, you know, sort of the win-win and and kind of keep yeah. us on track. You know, what do you think about that?
1: Absolutely, I I couldn't agree more. Uh, I look at what we're doing somewhat as uh, as a as a form of of artistry. I mean, I can't draw or sing. Uh, you can sing, but I can't I can't sing or draw. But you know, I look at like, whatever gifts. Uh, God gives you or gives us. And that's really what we're, we're doing. We're using, we're tapping into our gift to really uh, to, to serve other people. And, you know, when you think yeah. about, you know, uh, art and, you know, when you think, I think everything is art. I think brain surgery uh, is is art. That's a bit, that's artistry. And I think what we're doing is we're using our gifts to, uh, to <laughs> impact you know, somewhat, you know, create a cooperative spirit uh, to grow areas of, of social capital if, if necessary. Uh, some of the issues that I'm personally very interested in uh, include uh, some of the environmental discussions, uh, particularly Cancer Alley, which is something that I really wanted to talk about and in, uh, in a few minutes, uh, an occurrence yesterday. Uh, for, for me, it's environmental issues for me uh, you know, social justice is obviously what I think, you know, we live on on a daily basis, but uh, particularly in some of those rural towns uh, and smaller towns, not just in Louisiana, but, you know, throughout the country where voices are not heard. But I think sometimes just by having a conversation and giving some of those stories a platform, it, it, it truly does make a, a difference. You know, uh, yeah. democracy dies in darkness, you know, and there, there is a lot of darkness and you have so many things to take into consideration in some of those area, areas when it comes to uh, fear of political retribution. You know, some people speak out on something and, uh, you know, if their sibling has a job within that organization, they may get let go. Uh, you know, so th- there are things that can happen, but I think it's so old school. And and those yeah. are some of the, the topics that I wanted to uh, just specifically make sure to bring front and center. And you know, all of those individuals and people, you know, have names. You know, and yeah. I think, you know, uh, because of you know, you know Kanye West uh, was you know, uh, I I like him. I'm just going to say that. And uh, I like him. I like his music. Uh, I think he's, he's cerebral, I like the way, you know, he, sometimes he doesn't finish his thoughts before he shares them. And that can happen to me occasionally, so I can somewhat relate. But, uh, you know, he's one of the things he said, you know, recently was that people are, are usually not successful at whatever, because if you take away uh, their confidence, if, if you take with their confidence and their resources, then what they really don't have anything else. And that's a, you know, something that happens. And I think, you know, us just kind of giving light can give some confidence to people. So, yeah.
0: I love that, you know, that's, man, I mean, I never quite said it that way either, but that's very fundamental. You yeah. Know, confidence and resources, right? I mean, yeah. Because, you know, with all the confidence, you know, and no resources, you get little to nowhere. Absolutely. But a bunch of resources and no confidence. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, <laughs> you have yeah, all the yeah. in the world, but no, yeah. no confidence.
1: You have to have, you, re- you absolutely have to have the two, confidence and, uh, you know, confidence and resources. Yeah.
0: I think we should coin that for, uh, and maybe mix that in with some of the, the mission that we have, because yeah. this is exactly what we're doing. You know, when you talk, when you yeah. listen to this podcast, and you're hearing these stories from these folks. We're not talking about how many degrees they have, you know, we're talking about how did you grow up? You know, how did you uh, survive through darkness? Right. You know, how did you bounce back? Actually, how did you find your, how did you build confidence? How did you build your resources? How about that? I think that's the question. Right. That should be very consistent. Absolutely. I'm about to remember that. Yeah, right. How did Absolutely. you build your confidence over the years and how did you build your resources?
1: Absolutely, you know, and for me, when I
0: started my when I when I started building the firm, it, you know, I had a business partner back in the day, because folks used to see me as a young person. They was like, Oh, you look too young to be an accountant, you know, or, you know, they're running big businesses. And here I am this little 20 year old, right? Right. So I partnered up with an older guy who was uh, 20 years, my senior, and I used to use that as as leverage and tell folks, hey, well, my business partner's in his 50s, you know what I mean? Right, <laughs> like, oh, right. Okay, okay. And immediately immediately they would listen. They would, You know, I had two years now, but what I really was doing was building my confidence too.
1: Right, absolutely. Because
0: having that, having that resource built my confidence. Right. And then I continued to grow, grow and grow and grow and grow, you know, until right. I got to the point where I was actually old enough, more confident in my own expertise. And I didn't need that to stand up on anymore. Right. So that's a great, great, I mean, I mean
1: that's that's the that's the, I mean I'm gonna think about that all day today. But yeah. That's yeah. That's true. Right I mean and 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 you know if I, you know and I consider myself a pretty uh you know I am am I usually thinking about other people more than I'm thinking about myself. I'll say that. Uh and I, I almost to a fault, right? Uh and I guess that would be a weakness if I had to share that and be vulnerable. But You know, I I usually, you know, can, you know, weather some, I can weather some storms, meaning, you know, if I am, you know, rarely do I ever choose to engage in some kind of uh, battle uh, because I usually just kind of don't care much enough about too many things. But if I, (laughs) if I do, you know, uh, you know, I, I realize that if. You know, and if I can take your confidence and your, you know, if, you know, if, if your opponent is drowning, you put a host pipe down their mouth and just help them drown some more. You don't help them. And yeah. that's real, you know, and, you know, yeah. these various types of warfare there is, you know, and, you know, it's uh, biblical even, you know, it's, that's just kind of, you know, what it is. What, what are, um. What are you What are you kind of paying attention to uh, in, in the world right now? One of the things I wanted to ask you, in particular, you know, being that you know Atlanta is your, where you are. That's where that's your epicenter. Uh, you know, what What's the story with with Keisha Bottoms up and her choosing not to run? And if I can answer that question for you first, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, to me. You know, I, I, here's my thought. She's a black woman. And she, you know, is mayor. She had COVID to deal with she had all of these things to deal with. And this is going to snowball into another conversation. I think if a man is, and I'm not this guy, who's, you know, into the you know, patriarchy thing. I mean, I think that when women lead, things are better look at the COVID numbers around the world countries with women presidents or head of state did better. Right. But when a man, when a woman is winning outside of the house and she's not winning inside of the house, she's usually not happy. (laughs) If if a man is winning outside outside of the house house, (laughs) and not, and he's going to be winning inside of the house. But if a woman uh, is doing everything well, outside of the house, but if she's not doing anything, if, if she's not having a balance inside, which is impossible, there's nothing that you can give her to make her happy. That's my thought. And she decided to choose her family over politics. That's my thought. I
0: think, you know, You, you I mean, and those are the kind of conversations I like to have when you just kind of get to the root cause right. because it alleviates all the flip flop. you know all the, all the flip the fluff you know uh that again is the purpose of the podcast is to kind of get down to the root cause of success the root cause of failures or the root cause of just hey throwing in a towel what's the right. root we can talk about all the oh well she didn't do this or she could have did that better or She signed off on this and she didn't sign off on that, right? And then that becomes a snowball mechanism versus focusing on, hey, at the end of the day, this is how you become successful, though. If you can balance that internal and that external, that public self with your, your private self, the more you can leverage that and balance that, that equals more success. Right. How about that? And then you go yeah. off and meditate on that, and then you figure out how does that apply to your life and your particular circumstances. Uh, your how does that tie into your confidence and your resources? And then you right. keep moving the ball forward, you know. But I think right. you're absolutely right, though. That's exactly what happened. I mean, that I think that's a great way to land that plane.
1: Right.
0: One thing I'm focused on these days is human capital. Um, my daughter's 11. I've been saying since she was three years old. By the time she's of college age, college was gonna be free. And I, I still voice that and here we are with the Biden administration making uh, community colleges free in a lot of parts of the country. uh America even in my office I hold two folks uh visas. It's really hard to find wait, hang on, hang on,
1: hang on, hang on, hang
0: on. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? In my in my office I'm holding uh visas for two of two employees. Uh what yeah, if you have a from, sweatshop? No, they're from another country. So the only way you can hire them is if you hold their visa. OK, yeah, you did mention something like that to me before you did. Right. Yeah. And what you basically proven to the US is that I can't find a qualified American citizen. Mm. So I have to go outside the borders, essentially. And that's happening amongst many countries. I mean, many businesses in the US. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I just put a mass alert out on LinkedIn. Hey, you know, looking for quality people, you know, folks apply. They're not, the few that do apply are not qualified. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're a small firm. So and I'm talking to big firms. We're talking to different industries, not even just in the accounting world. This is a pandemic. That's the, the other side of the pandemic. Uh, and then folks are saying, oh, well, you know, people are just lazy because they're getting unemployment. I
1: mm-hmm. think that's a
0: part of it. That's a part of it, but not all of it. Mm. Uh, it is a gig economy now. So if I can work remotely, I don't want to be in anybody's office. I want to be right. in Mexico hire me as a contractor. Right. right, That's a part of it. That's a part of it. If I if I can venture to say the root cause is really what's been going on way before COVID. And it's really just the skill set. People are not uh, folks aren't going to school because it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, if if my cousin get out of school and she has $400,000 in debt, I don't want to go to school. Yeah. Like, why the hell would I want to go to school? And, you know, then I got to work 10 more years, 20 more years to pay off that. Right. So young people looking at it like, well, you know, I'd rather just figure life out. Right. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And that's all, that's all over the place. And, you know, even when it comes to young people, you know, you know, I think we were lucky you know, uh, at least at some point, you know, by buying houses, etc, you know, and, you know, in our early 20s. And, but a lot of people who are, uh, you know, getting out of college now, or even went to grad school, they really can't get houses. Uh, They have so much debt, even if they have incomes that are pretty good, like the debt to income ratio because of their student loans, you know, they, they just don't qualify to get houses, and that's very 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 common. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a that, that's a good, a a good a interesting way to you know kind of position things for your daughter, and it's good to see that you know the Biden administration is taking uh, a lead with with some of those things. Uh, I know in Louisiana, a bill passed uh, this session. That is allowing. Uh, it's basically you're familiar with TOPS, and you know for those who don't know, TOPS is basically it's a tuition opportunity program uh, scholarship for Louisiana residents. Where if you graduate from high school, you have to have a certain GPA, if you have, and also if you have a certain ACT score, you can go to a state school. Uh, I think it's free. Your tuition is covered, and but if you choose to go to a private school, they cover a portion of your okay. tuition. And uh, they basically created a TOPS program for adults, where if you are looking to go to uh, you know, some kind of trade school as an adult, they're making that available uh, as well, which I think is a very, very, a very cool thing. Yep. Uh, you know, the other thing that I specifically wanted to uh, just kind of catch up on, you know, while we were on this particular show is uh, how do you see the shows like uh, like the Master P show, which I thought was phenomenal. How do you see that uh, playing into the future? Should we, you know, revisit some of those conversations? Should we uh, sit down with Master P again to get his take on things? Because a lot has changed uh, in the world since COVID, and I think the struggle is that you don't want to turn back to your pre-pandemic ways in a lot of areas like that's just constant struggle and i didn't even get a chance to share this with you but uh you know i think i did a a, some a communication and it went out to maybe 4,000 people in a certain category and this was done in december and there were maybe like Three or four emails that were returned where people, you know, basically was like, I'm no longer with this company. So that was December of 2020. I did that same, I used that same email database to communicate to people uh, in June, I'm sorry, in May of 2021, that exact same database, at least three to 400 of those emails, basically, I got a response. Saying that they were no longer with the company, and this was all wow. in New Orleans. This wow. was all in New Orleans. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I don't want to say the industry, you know, on the call, but it was all in New Orleans, and it just made me think, you know, in December, it was three or four, but it was early December, and I'm wondering if, yeah. if it was later December, it would have probably been maybe 200, because I think folks just kind of didn't want to go into 2021 with the same experiences, professional experiences that they had, you know, pre-pandemic, you know, because you know a lot of people weren't happy in a lot of areas, you know, and that's that's just, I think there was a certain joy early on. I mean, and it may not be the right word, but there was a certain something early on COVID. You got a break the world's different kind of like when you're a kid living in the south in New Orleans region and like you get off from school because of a hurricane there's like a certain you know happiness right and at least for me it was and with that being said it was like that maybe early on in COVID before we realized what it was and how real it was so you got that you got all of this stress people really haven't recovered from any of it and they just people just I know people who just quit jobs yeah. and without anything right now and the 300 unemployment it wouldn't it won't do anything for them i mean it just you know they just needed their happiness they didn't want to go back <laughs> yeah. to their pre-pandemic way of living yeah. hey, so
0: that would be interesting i mean that's definitely we might have to whole have a whole talk on that you know yeah. figure out you know who would that guest be and and really talking about because that's interesting. I'm sure it's different for a lot of folks. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, and graciously, I can't necessarily talk on it. I don't have any, particularly, I don't have any personal experiences with it, because my office never closed down. We were considered an essential business, mm. so I was one of the few cars on the street driving during COVID, because uh, businesses still have to, you know, get their payroll out, and they still need their numbers to qualify for a lot of government subsidies that was being pushed out anyway. Yeah. Um, so my business actually did well through COVID, and uh, so I didn't, I didn't feel the difference, you know what I mean? Yeah. Graciously, yeah. but I would be interested in hearing other, other folks' experience on, hey, you know, my job pushed me out because they needed a reason to, or I decided not to go back. I got so used to working from home. I said the hell with it. I'm just gonna stay working from home. yeah
1: absolutely <laughs> or I, I'm, or, I'm, or
0: i was gonna retire in five years and i just said the hell with it i'm just gonna do it right way. so i'm sure right. there's so many different verticals and i think all, some of it also depends
1: on like how the company uh you know how, how the company treated
0: during COVID. you know uh, i think that matters as well so yeah. yeah some companies utilize COVID like they do in any other uh, what I would not want to say hardship or uh, uh, disaster. You know, anything that happens where they can say, "Oh, well, it's a good time to lay off people <laughs> and right. restructure." We got a real reason why we need to lay people off, whether they need to or not, right? Yeah. And Absolutely. restructure, restructure. Um, I'm looking to my leases up in in our Brookhaven office, mm-hmm. and I talked to my uh, my uh, real estate. Uh, commercial guy and, and, and he mentioned that leases are not $40 a square foot in, in the neighborhood. That's almost mm-hmm. double where I started.
1: Wow. Now and I'm sure there's That's interesting because I'm sure that the, the demand for it is less, right? The price
0: usually That's what I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't so I'm confused. I'm honestly confused as to I, this. I, I was literally just told this yesterday. So I have to do my own research, do a little digging, because I cannot believe that the rents are going up in commercial yeah. spaces when half the—I mean, I don't know if they're making up because half the buildings occupied now. So right. those who need an office going to pay premiums now. Right. Uh, yeah, but a maybe lot of folks you know. Are doing satellite offices? You know, uh, drop stations. Uh, there's even event spaces. I have a few clients that own event planning. Uh, but they do these event spaces, that's what I'm saying. Um and so some organizations are working from home full time, but whenever they need to meet in the office, say we want to meet in the office once a week for camaraderie, we'll just lease a house or we'll lease some event space. And we'll all go there with our laptops and stuff and just open up yeah. shop and maybe have lunch for the day. Yeah. And that's... every every week you do some different venue, some different place, whatever whoever got the best rate and the best deal. Your whole team just meet there and office camaraderie. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting too. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Everything's changing. Everything's uh yeah, yeah, everything's evolving. You know, or you know, and and
1: that's and that's true. And or even, you know, uh, you know, if you're building a house, you know, depending on where you live, you know, maybe building a space. For your office, you know, for staff meetings, etc. You know what I mean? It, it, everything's different. You know, yeah. uh, one of the other things about you know uh, COVID is that uh, it it introduced it eliminated. You know, there's there's time that was still a factor. There is content, there's conversation, but one of the beauties of COVID is that it eliminated. Uh, it eliminated the problem of place, so and so we and because we couldn't be anywhere for a while, and, and you still had to get it done. And so now I think place is less of an issue, you know, yeah. uh, because you know we're accustomed to, you know, uh, you know we a lot. I mean, I have teleconferenced and done all of that for many years, you know, on a daily basis, but you know, more people were afraid of it, it seems like. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, so those things, those barriers are eliminated, Uh, place barriers. So that's it, man. We, uh, you know, so today, you know, we really just wanted to, uh, you know, really have you on and to, you know, let everybody know that we, you're, you're, you know, there was a intentional hiatus, a divine delay, if you would. And, uh, you know, we really just it to, uh, you know, and, and, and that may happen again in three months, you know, but, you know, we're in the game, we're committed to it because it's uh, it, it's, it's a part
0: of what we kind of have to do right now. You know, it's a part of the calling, yeah. so. Yeah. I think one of the, uh, another thing to add to that is, you know, we're, we're talking, what makes you successful? How do you become successful? You know, the nonlinear components uh in detoxing tapping out uh taking breaks is a part of success you're not going overkill uh quality over quantity yeah right and so revamping making sure that the mission and vision is aligned and then coming back every time even stronger. Even if it's a two-week break or a 30-day break you know it's always coming back stronger until that traction is exactly where we want it Um, right and I think, you know, obviously having you on board and I'm and, and well, not really oh, on board on board, but you know,
1: I'll talk a little <laughs> more. Yeah. But, uh, so all right. Yeah, man, so, so well no no, no no no. Wait, hang on. I hate I hate to do this to you. Uh because I don't like when you ask this question. What's your favorite? Uh give us a quote. Give
0: us your favorite quote. <laughs> yeah. I have so many, so I say favorite quote or comment or notion that you live by.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just something uh, that's that you're, you know, meditating around right now. You know, it doesn't have to be yeah. like your, you know, your end all. You know, your your mantra, but just something that you're. Yeah, I
0: got you. You know. Um, I'm the first thing come to my mind, I always just go with the first thing, and I say, everything's created twice, mentally right. then physically. Uh, everything is created twice mentally then physically. So give room for the mental creation, you know, a lot of business owners are or just people in general, you know, something may be in their head for 10 years. And then finally it happens physically and they have all this built up momentum. So I like to say, you know, give room for both the mental and the physical creation. So when things are finally manifesting in your life, just take your time and understand that this, this is not a new thing you've actually mm. been. Meditating and breathing this thing for ten years or whatever, you know what I mean? So even though it feels new because the momentum has finally happened physically, it's not new. You know, it's just a continuation of of what it's always been. You know, idea, a thought. So I always think of that because it's the consistency of energy and realizing when folks come around you and say, "Oh, Gary, you know." Great job on opening up you know, your new shop or whatever. It's like, dude, I actually been opening it up ten years yeah. ago in my mind. Yeah. You know, in my mind. So. Right. Absolutely. And that adds to honestly, that adds to to land a plane. Uh, really, with the synopsis of the movie, sort of been talking about, that builds confidence. Right. You can say, hey, I didn't just start this business a year ago. I started it ten years ago. Right. Absolutely. That builds confidence. Yeah. Know?
1: That's
0: what builds confidence.
1: Absolutely. So I will, uh, you know, end with, with mine and when it was, well, something that it's, I kind of have been paying attention to, i paid attention to it for a while, but I kind of reflected on it this weekend who we were talking about uh, bottoms up, uh, I guess it, it kind of came in uh, on my radar again. It's a scripture and uh, it's Ecclesiastes 10 and 19. And this is in the Bible, the New King James Version. It says, a feast is made for laughter and wine makes merry, but money answers everything. And that's, you know, that's in the Bible. Money answers wow. everything. So, And that's true. You know, uh, you think about Keisha Bottoms and she's a mayor. Uh, you know, she, her, you know, great career, but you compare to just say uh, who wrote Lean In, the book Lean In, uh, I forget the lady. I think she was the VP of Google or something like that. And it was a book about women needing to lean in at work, like if, or professionally, like when they're in a situation, basically put their foot down, lean in, Cheryl Sandberg, I think. And, you know, they have a lot more resources, you know? uh, So, but cool, man. Have a a good one. And we will, uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. All right. Bye man. Peace. Peace.
0: Thanks for listening to Carter, the accountant. We envision a world where essential and transformative powers will help people turn nothing into something. Follow us on Instagram at Carter, the accountant.